listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Much manlier. Good job. <laughs> <clears throat> Puberty's rough on, on It is rough. <laughs> on 30-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't start when I was 30, though. Hmm. <laughs> I've been dealing with this since I was 13. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah, 17 years of puberty. Anyway... <clears throat> No, it's like a hundred uh, degrees outside, but but we're talking skiing. Uh, yeah, we're talking backcountry skiing, and a lot of Chase, this is your idea mm-hmm. of like a lot of people know that you need this the the beacon, the, the probe, and the shovel. Yeah, what's yeah. that called? The essentials. The essentials. The safety equipment. Sure. Yeah. Beacon probe shovel. Okay, you gotta have your the beacon big probe shovel. Three. There's the, probably a bunch of things you don't need, but that will make your life so much more easy more fun and easier enjoyable in the backcountry okay so what are those things pizza pizza always bring pizza Mm -hmm. hot chocolate okay well i was gonna say hot i was gonna say a hot drink so i have multiple (laughs) multiple but i have a stanley i really like um and it's totally worth the wait or you leave it in your car so that when you get back and you're done that seems to be Chase's move. You have a hot drink, whether it's hot chocolate, hot apple cider, or whatever, um, in your drink, ready to roll to warm you up when you get when yeah. you're done. If yeah, I'm, it's if awesome. I'm doing a, a shorter tour, <laughs> yeah. Then I love to have like a hot chocolate when I get back to the car. Yeah. If I'm doing a long day, then I think it's nice to have like hot chocolate or like just some sipping broth. Or something that's warm. Sipping broth, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. I, uh, I have some bone broth ready in my car. <laughs> some extra collagen in there. So, yeah. so millennial. Warms the soul. <laughs> it does something. <laughs> Makes your skin tighter, too, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously. I wouldn't take it if it didn't. You don't look anything near 55. I mean. I'm getting close. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I would, if I were to guess, I would say that you're probably about half of that, mm-hmm. half you're, of fifty-five. You're right, I am. So I'm, I'm getting close. You don't look a day over twenty-four and a half. Um, wow, such a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Twenty-five. Oh, there you go. Look at that. He gave me six months. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that was a bad guess then on my part. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, hot drink. Hot, Whether, hot drink. I mean, most of us have a therm- thermos sitting sip, around home. Sipping broth. Or sipping broth. <laughs> that up. we can use. <laughs> if you don't, come into the Gear 30. We'll help you out. There's We sell that stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a great I, one. I like having hot chocolate while I hike. I, yeah. It's my preference. The, in the camelback. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> yeah. Then the the two doesn't freeze. Uh, it's yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh that's the other thing is don't use a camelback. <laughs> if you want your life to be easy, don't use a camelback when you're backcountry skiing. But I like hot chocolate while I'm hiking because for some reason, um, well, it's just like it it warms the soul. Mm. It uh, like like sipping brasses. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, uh, I don't know why, I, but though I can, I can hike up Ben Lomond like twice. I, I can like ski Ben Lomond twice on just one cup of hot chocolate. I can't do that with just about anything else. Have you tried cider and rum? No, Cause I haven't. That'll put a pep in your step too. <laughs> <laughs> That's next. Yeah, I'm just saying, hot apple cider with a little rum in there. Oh, oh, it's so good. I want some right now. <laughs> Tastes really good when it's cold outside. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I do the hot chocolate. I also, you mentioned you always take two buffs. Mm-hmm. I do something similar, except uh, I Wait, just I two have two buffs. A, two buffs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Explain. So if it's two freezing, yeah. <laughs> the so number two. So after not, number one, not one buff, but two buffs. I know, but I'm one buff right now. So, see what I'm saying? So you like would have to bring three buffs, yeah, okay. biceps, <laughs> and then two normal buffs. Yeah, so okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Just want to clarify. Yeah. yeah. Clarification is great. Good. Yeah. Good. The, the, the listeners can't see us. No, so no. I they have no I idea that I actually have bulging strong muscles. <laughs> yeah. You can tell by your voice when you talk, but... Bulging something. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, that could be taken. Shots fired. So, I don't know what so Greg's looking at over there. <laughs> I'm going to cross my legs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely wasn't what I was talking about. <laughs> all right. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's start over. That's stuff, right. that you, that's stuff you we're need the, when you're... Welcome to the Gear 30 <laughs> yeah, 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 we're at the trailhead and we got two buffs. <laughs> what are you doing with those buffs? Um, I do not wear them both at the same time. Okay. Um, well, keep one in the bag, wear one on the way up. I don't always use both, but if it's a really cold day, um, or even a hot day, by the time you get up to the top, the first buff is usually wet. Um, and do you wear it up over your head? I do, yeah. yeah, and then I'll wear a beanie on the way up lots of times. So I usually take actually two beanies and two buffs, two really lightweight beanies and then two buffs, and then when I get to the top, I switch those out for dry ones because on the way down, if any of that stuff's wet, you will freeze, especially if you're going for a decent amount of time. If it's just mm-hmm. short little tours, you find a bowl to skin in and you're skinning up and skiing down this little bowl, I usually don't switch out. But if I'm going up to the top of Snow Basin in the morning or to the top of Ben Lomond and I'm going to do quite a bit of vertical before I make a transition I like to have dry stuff on my head and neck because it you'll freeze if you don't so that's one one little thing that I've done I agree in addition to that well I don't take the two buffs but I take a headband put over my ears and to kind of soak up the sweat and stuff for the hike up so I'm thinking like tennis yeah exactly okay Mm -hmm. yeah that's exactly what i'm thinking he also it takes one of those uh, like a yeah a sweater over yeah (laughs) okay look i've been doing this for a long time yeah just trust me on this can we can we start a gentleman's touring club (laughs) (laughs) and not that kind of gentleman's club a gentleman's touring club where we show up and it's you you can wear long johns but you got to wear slacks over them Right. In like a button-up shirt, you know, but it's got to be like a, like a, 
wool or something you know something and then like and then yeah like your sweater can be tied around your neck like a gentleman's dress there's touring a, club <laughs> i think oh. you're on to something yeah thursdays we meet up at snow basin <laughs> tweed 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 is uh all the tweed tweed is <laughs> yes. okay also that, that what's the pattern that, that like argyle argyle, argyle yeah. yeah argyle patterns are yeah. good lots of argyle yes and we and but we will go fast but elegant <laughs> You know, we got to look good. We're yeah. slow, but elegant. Yeah. Ski <laughs> ballet. It's like Just that, only touring uphill. Yeah. 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 Just kind of like that. So I wear a trucker hat. You can hike I with a pipe in your mouth. Doesn't need to be sm- you don't need to be smoking it, but just, just as long as you have pipe. the just, pipe. Just as long as you have the pipe. Yeah. Well, it's COVID, so you, it might be. Mm-hmm. That's how you breathe is through that. <laughs> right. Um, I do. If it's not super cold, I definitely wear a trucker hat instead of a beanie. Well, I wear a trucker hat even if it's super cold and my ears freeze. So um, <laughs> I do have a beanie in my pack just in case I get start to get cold. But it, man, when you're touring, you heat up fast. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like zero degrees in the parking lot, yep. you tend to heat up. So yeah, I do. I do trucker hat it and then switch to. But I, I've had buffs forever, and I keep forgetting the the importance but the quality of them they're awesome mm. like they're great yeah i just need to remember to bring them with me that's, yeah. yeah that's i mean that's sort of a problem, <laughs> problem yeah helps. yeah so if but trucker hat buffs uh, hot chocolate or hot drinks okay what else so i i was just gonna say that i um second what chase says but i always take a, a headband but then I also take a beanie, a warm beanie for the ski down, a headband just to kind of keep my ears warm. I don't like a beanie. Do you not wear helmets, you guys? No. Not for the on the down? Country. I don't. Not in the back country. I'm the only guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wear a helmet at the resort for sure, but right. not in the back country. Me too. And Acc- that, accidents don't happen in the back country. I thought. You but when you that. skin basin, you're in the resort. That's right, but I don't wear I just, a helmet on the way down. The helmet's too hot to hike in, obviously, and too bulky to carry, so mm-hmm. I just don't worry about it. I mean, there's a reason that lots of packs are, have built-in helmet carriers. It's there's I mean, a, there's a definitely reason. a good thing to have. But Mine does, and by the way, I can take a, a bladder or camelback because mine has, it's covered. The insulated, a tube insulated, insulated mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, um... Yeah, so I like a I like a nice dry beanie, a warm beanie for the ski down. I've got a beard, so I don't worry about a buff or anything to cover. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. <laughs> um, I don't I don't worry about covering my face. <coughs> I, I mm. just kind of deal with Self, the cold and get used insulate. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, so that saves me from having to take any extra buffs or any any of that type of stuff. I take a. Uh, how many, how do you, what do you do for handwear? I do like really thin, pretty much glove liners on the way up. There's like a thin glove that breathes really well, not waterproof. And then on the way down, I have a pair of like leather ski gloves. Yeah. And I have the the very thin OR Gore-Tex Windstopper <laughs> gloves, but they're very thin. Yeah. Uh, freaking love those gloves. That's um, for your uphill? For, for really both. I mean, right. it doesn't, I don't need to switch because... Yeah. I'm so fast on the downs. <laughs> Cold doesn't even, can't even yeah, touch it. Can't even nice. penetrate it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I um, <laughs> I have I do the same thing, glove liners on the way up. But I've been through so many glove liners because I wear them out so fast that now I look for a glove liner that has some sort of reinforcement on the fingers, mm-hmm. palms, stuff like that. I've been using just Outdoor Design, which I believe is Liberty Mountain's like private label company, isn't uh-huh. it? Yeah. Um, just some Outdoor Design and little they have the leather tips and leather palm, but then it's just like a shot soft shell backer. And I've been using them for two years now, and they're fine. Yeah. Um, pretty breathable, really comfortable. I, Yeah, I think a little bit more of a durable liner's the way to go, or else you'll blow through just like a wool liner. Right. I actually started touring in ice climbing gloves. So after, after my ice climbing gloves would kind of, <clears throat> after they wear a little thin or something, I don't know. It's I guess I don't ice climb as much as I used to, but... My ice climbing gloves are my favorite because they're thin, really dexterous, somewhat water resistant, usually have a durable tacky palm. <clears throat> so I'd use my ice climbing gloves for touring gloves for the uphill. And then I either have a, another pair of kind of warm glove liners and a shell glove because I've got some Arc'teryx gloves that are just a Gore-Tex shell and, and a liner that goes in them. So I'll take those and so then I if my hands are all sweaty, I swap out my wet gloves for some dry liners and a shell. Or sometimes if it's not too cold of a day and my hands aren't aren't too sweaty or whatever, then I'll just put the waterproof shell over the top of my ice climbing gloves um, just to keep the wind out and, and whatever water out. Um, but I, yeah, I, kind of the same way. Minimal handwear on the up uphill, minimal headwear on the uphill, and then a pretty warm waterproof something to swap out to keep dry on the downhill what do you what do you do as far as your layers go for the up here how are how are you dressed most of the time for the uphill and then what do you do for the down on the uphill i usually just wear like shell pants and then icebreaker underwear i don't i don't know no shirt completely naked on top um it's hot (laughs) i know (laughs) um i don't wear long johns because i get so hot in them on the way up so I just do like ice merino undies and then a shell um, and then on top I usually do like a, a merino long sleeve merino and that's it for the uphill um, or do you I'm trying to think I actually have I kind of switch depending on the weather I also have like a power grid Nerona fleece that I'll wear next to skin and then just like a rain shell uh, I have like the the rab um, kinetic. kinetic plus or the Nerona Biddy Horn, both just very lightweight rain shells, and then I'll take a down jacket to wear on the way down. Yeah. Do you do you put your down jacket underneath your shell, or do you wear it just right over the top? Typically, if it's if it's not like really puking. Yeah, even if it's puking, if it's not a wet snow, I'll just take the shell off and wear just the down jacket. I've got a wrap. Um, Electron. Electron, yeah, thank you. <laughs> got a oh. Electron that has a pretty, I mean, they have a pretty dang water-resistant shell <clears throat> fabric. Yeah, because yours so. has that Pertex Endurance shell fabric, mm-hmm. which is close to waterproof. Yeah, so that's what I do on the way down. I think I've also used the um, Alpha Direct a lot for the downhill, but down just compresses a little bit better. Um, but both of those two are pretty good options for the downhill. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. I rarely, <coughs> where I live, and actually 
where I live is where most of us do our backcountry skiing, but mm-hmm. it's like um, across the street. Right. It's pretty sweet. Um, it can get pretty darn cold, but the temperatures can vary from like negative 10 or negative 15 degrees at the trailhead to 25 degrees at the trailhead, depending on the day. So, um, the, the temperature, uh, my, what I wear on the uphill varies widely by the temperature, but I usually, um, hike in a, like a merino base layer, um, something like that. If it's really cold then I'm maybe a merino base layer and then a grid fleece hoodie over the top of that. Um, rarely do I wear more than that. Sometimes if it's snowing, then I'll throw a Gore-Tex shell over the top with all the vents open and it unzipped just to kind of keep most of the wet off. Um, and then same thing, I've got a lightweight down jacket that I throw on at the top and I just ski in my down jacket on the way down. Less, very rarely do I put it under my Gore-Tex shell. Usually, usually that's all I'm skiing in. But if I'm going to be skiing some trees, and particularly if they're tight trees, then maybe I put a Gore-Tex shell over the top so I don't tear my down jacket. But, um, but yeah, that's about it. So in my pack, I would have a lightweight Gore-Tex shell, a lightweight down jacket, uh, an extra pair of drive gloves, and an extra beanie. Um, uh, some sort of insulated bottle with hot chocolate in it. Maybe if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be out for many hours, I'll have a few other snacks and maybe uh, some water or something like that. And uh, real quick, when talking about water, one of my favorite things to take is like a platypus or a hydropack water bottle, like water bladder type thing. Um, when on the way up, like if you take an algene or whatever, you drink your water, you still have an algene in there. Now you have to throw your skins inside your bag and your skins take up some room yeah. if you're not keeping your skins in your jacket. So one thing I like is a water bladder that as you're drinking, it's getting smaller. So when you get to the top, that water is now left some room for your skins. Yeah. So That's a good call. I like to use bladders. I also like to use bladders because, um, well, whatever water I do pack in my pack, I'm not usually putting that in an insulated bottle because the insulated bottles are kind of heavy. So I only really use those if I've got some sort of a hot drink yeah totally. Um, but then I'll put my water uh, I'll wrap it inside make sure it's it's uh, watertight but I wrap it inside my down jacket and some of those other things so that it's a little bit more protected from the cold so that it doesn't freeze so quickly um, because the worst thing you can do is if it's negative 10 degree out and you've got a water bottle or something like that and you leave it out for two hours while you're hiking up there you get to the top and it's useless because it's frozen solid or whatever and so I like to keep my stuff insulated for the most part in my layers in my pack um, <clears throat> but I've I've got a pretty small my my ski pack is like 20 liters and with my shovel beacon well I'm wearing my beacon shovel probe um, my layers my food and everything else I usually have a bunch of extra room even yeah and I usually take some goggles and some sunglasses um, but I usually have a bunch of extra room in my pack even I don't go very heavy and I that's what I prefer um, some I, I see some people out there in the backcountry and it's like they've got enough stuff to spend a few days almost <laughs> you don't know but they're <laughs> I know but they're <laughs> but they're really only out there planning to be out there for three or four hours 
and rarely do I see you ten know, essentials, kids. <laughs> ten essentials. Yeah, there's a few people that I know that actually go out and they they tour all day long. But those people usually don't have that much gear either. Yeah. It, I mean... The only stuff they're taking more of is food, right? Right. And some energy stuff. Yeah. The the key is to keep yourself dry. So if there's layers that you know you're going to soak, maybe have an extra dry layer to change into when, when needed. There are times if I'm going to be out and I'm going to be doing multiple laps and I know that I'm going to get sweaty and work hard, then I've got a base layer that's quick drying base layer that I hike in and a base layer that I ski in. And if I need to, if the weather's good enough for it, I hike in my base layer, it gets wet, I take it off, put the dry base layer on on the downhill at the bottom, I take it off and I put the wet layer back on and hike, start hiking up if I need to. Now rarely, usually, um, especially if I have some sort of a synthetic, sometimes instead of down uh, as a warmth layer, I'll use a synthetic warmth layer. Usually wearing that, that's just enough to like dry out my layers as I'm skiing down. I get warm and it, it kind of that works out. And the synthetic isn't going to be, it isn't, it's not going to be a problem if it gets a little damp. Um, so anyway, sometimes I do that. But I mean, at the very most, maybe I'll have an extra base layer to change into just so I'm not having to stay in wet layers all day long and, and potentially get cold. But even then, I I mean, that's, I usually don't do that. So I, I think, I see a lot of people and I think, you've probably got way too much stuff that you'll never touch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it and it keeps you, I, I feel like being light and fast is safe. Being, taking, taking a little bit less so that you can move more quickly, you can get out. You but even on the downs, I mean, I've noticed if my pack's heavy on the downs, I don't feel as comfortable. Right. Yeah. And you're more likely to get injured or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. so my particular kit is um, base layer pants because my shell pants are a Gore-Tex. They're light. Yeah. They're not a heavy... I don't know what Gore-Tex it is, They're but it's a, Gore but it's active. a Gore Active. Yeah, you got those last <clears throat> Which it's the last year for those. I need a new pair because <laughs> the crotch has fallen out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they did good. They did good. A lot of miles Man, on those like, bands. Yeah, it was like eight years or something. Hmm. Um, seven years, maybe. So... Uh, that's that's really good. I'm and because they're the snowshoe and and touring and they did pretty well, um, and then just those those shells and they I noticed my my ass would freeze off like <laughs> I left it on the trail a few times. So uh, you say you're like really hot like my legs are so cold. I don't know really? why, but oh uh, yeah, I'm just until I get rolling. Yeah. Just, yeah, but and then up top it's just a grid fleece. Um, followed by a shell and i pretty much just use that rab one um mm -hmm. the rab one the alpha, alpha no kinetic, kinetic plus and but i take a <clears throat> and i have two now um lightweight uh synthetic jacket to start because that keeps me i like to be warm when i start so i'll put that on over um as we get going and it's not long like it's like five 10 minutes in and it's coming off but i always i do like to start warm with that on 
Um, you just got to be careful that you don't start sweating before you take it off. So and I do a quick stop towards the beginning, take it off, put it in the pack. In there, I have a nice down jacket, but I never usually use it because what will happen is on the switchover, I'll put that synthetic on and then I'll, I might wear it down if it's cold. But um, I'll just I don't I don't ever really break into the down piece ever. Um, and then I do keep an extra pair of thicker gloves and a beanie. Yeah, that's about it. Like, there's not a lot of extra clothing. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing that we all probably ski with extra is a few volet straps. They are... Yeah. I mean... I've had to use them to hold a ski boot together when a, when a <clears throat> cable broke. Yeah, they um, they are, like, better than duct tape. You can literally, like, strap a your partner's leg or arm in place should you need to in an accident or whatever with the valet strap yeah if you have a ski pole and a valet strap you got splints for days right um they really are useful i guess yeah you could consider it like a safety tool to have but also just they come in handy so i keep one wrap around my ski pole and then an extra one in my bag and i've had to use them before out there so they definitely are what do you guys do for for music or, or headphones if any um, I I don't take music when I'm touring. I'm usually with people, so I don't take music when I'm touring. Backcountry, no, but bass and I, basin's boring to me. Yeah. And so I've got a, I don't mind listening to stuff at basin. Yeah, I I have, but I don't know. It's not a regular thing for me. I usually wait until they add it after, you know, in post production they add to the my skiing. The video so that it looks better. Skiing, so yeah. And when it, I usually don't even don't even hear the music until <laughs> so TGR the TGR movie comes out and I see. Yeah. Do you do you know what scenes will be in slow mo? No, it's usually no. I'm seeing it with everyone else. Right, it's right, like, right. Man, gotcha. I look good up there. Yeah, that's wow. true. Wow. When was this? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. yeah. You know that uh, year. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good year. I don't, yeah, I don't listen to uh, music a whole lot. You know, I'm boring though. Like I don't listen to music even when I have the option to. I listen, okay. What's your favorite podcast? I listen to audiobooks to, to podcasts to stream when you're so, touring. Which yeah. you know, it's boring. I I listen to audiobooks for the most part. So good audiobook. A little bit of Harry Potter. Never. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Uh, okay all right i i won't too much i won't share my podcast because uh um will we think less of you yeah probably you guys won't i think you could probably guess i would i will chuckle i'll make fun of you but you make fun of me because i watch bravo tv so i mean Uh, (laughs) you know what's the difference here yeah Yeah, there's a there's a difference (laughs) (laughs) just a bit yeah i i listen i i allow myself like one political podcast a day and then i usually listen to um there's a couple other podcasts that i like that are a little bit more outdoor outdoor oriented there's an overlanding podcast that i like to listen to what one uh the expedition overland the or the overland journal yeah i've been listening to those on the daily lately shout out to them or anyone that listens to them there's so many podcast things for listening to this one there's so many podcasts out there yeah there are it's crazy yeah 
the uh, the Overland Journal guys, the quality of the podcast, the of the recording, um, isn't as good as like some. Well, some they're others. they're driving, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're, uh, you know, I think they're. It's a fairly new podcast. They've been doing it for six months or something like that. And the early ones were really rough, and I get mm-hmm. it because when I started doing podcasts, mine were really rough, and and these aren't. I'm the one that's editing these podcasts, and as you guys know, those of you that have been listening for, a I while, don't think you edit much. They're not like, yeah. well, I've I try I try to edit as little of the talking out as I possibly. We want can. it raw. Kind of want it raw. Every once in a while, it's like, yeah, maybe edit out a word or a, uh, you know, I try to keep it family friendly. Um, but sorry, I'll. <laughs> you're oh. good. I mean. Um, but for the most part, we just try to keep it as real and as raw as we can. Any editing that I, any post-production stuff is just to try to clarify things and, and make it a little um, better. But the the Overland Journal guys, they know their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's when it comes to overlanding, they're, they're the, some of the most knowledgeable the out there. The so. content in their podcast is it's really it's good. really good. Yeah, so I like that one. Um, political podcast, I t- I'm... Uh, I won't mention um, who or what. I'm. I tend to be more conservative on a from a political perspective. That so. is very surprising to me. I did not it's know that weird, huh? Yeah, I would not have guessed. Yeah. Huh. I don't like Fox News though. Like Fox Fox stuff is. Do they have their own podcast? I don't think so. But like oh. the. I bet. Well, they have to. They're a media corporation. They've yeah, got to have podcasts. They, I'm sure they do. Uh, but like news clips and other things, I I don't like Fox. I don't. I don't hate Fox News. I don't like them. I, I really, 98% of what I see from Fox, I just could do without. And and uh, 100% of CNN and MSNBC and those others, I could do without. So I, I don't like almost all of that So stuff. you listen to the undergrounders. The underground. Yeah. yeah. Undergrounders. Undergrounders. Yeah, I love those conspiracy podcasts. <laughs> those are my fave. Just kidding. Wait, um, so is the world being carried by a turtle? Obviously, that's what I think. Of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Is that even like that's not even a con- that's not even a theory anymore. That's just a conspiracy fact. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy fact. <laughs> that's a thing too. <laughs> anyway, so all right, yeah, I'm things kind of to bring with you when you're touring for sure. Yeah, but do you guys? This is a rant. Do you guys ever bring toothbrush, toothpaste? Nope. Like when you get back to the car, it's like because you were in a rush to get out and <laughs> I do keep didn't get her done in time. So my backpack for work, I brush my teeth in the Gear Thirty bathroom probably more than I have in my own house. <laughs> I I usually keep I usually keep deodorant and a few of those types of things, essentials what? in my car just in case. What's your post tour footwear apparel? Sinux in the winter. Are you serious? Yeah. In the car. Oh, yeah. in the winter in snow yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. okay i'm just making sure because i have like a they're i think they're timberlands um that i they're almost like slip on boots yeah because they're you're supposed to tie them but of, i don't ever tie them brandon wears timberlands i wear i wear timberlands <laughs> i don't know who else but they have they have this thick go thin insulate you know so they're nice mm-hmm. and warm and they're like very uncomfortable to walk in but they're very warm 
comfortable to drive. And they're and the snow can't get in like they're waterproof or whatever. I do wear yeah. the blundstones a lot too. You would. Oh my god. Yeah, so only when you're selfie. Freaking comfortable. <laughs> By the way, if you'd like to buy yourself a pair of blundstones, Gear Thirty will have them soon. Mm-hmm. So October 10th. all the selfies are coming. Yeah, I want to get a pair of those. Those look sweet. You wear your bogs. I wear my bogs. Yep, I knew it. I got some big knee knee high bogs that are warm and comfy and slip right on. So I do the I do the bogs. Um, before I did the bogs, I I have uh, I bought a pair of Arcteryx hiking boots years ago um, when they first came out with them. It's like they couldn't sell them, and so then at the end of the season they're like, "Here, here's these three hundred dollar boots for like forty two bucks." <laughs> like they're tor- like they're touring take, boots. Just take like them the off. Line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. And so they their boot that they had it had like an outer shell and an inner removable liner. And I didn't like the boots themselves. I didn't think they were particularly comfortable, but I loved the liners. The liners were Gore-Tex. They were lightweight. They were super comfortable. So I just wear those as my winter slippers, essentially, because I could go out in the snow. My feet stayed dry. Shoveled snow with them, although the the sole of them was a little slick. It's smooth. It doesn't have a lot of grip. But anyway, so I'd use those as a post-ski touring thing until I got the bogs. I got the bogs for Christmas last year, and now that's my... I wear bogs like October, 70. October 1st through <laughs> April 1st. <laughs> right. Yes, and then like, oh God. you know, 50% of the time in between April and October. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, I got some new topos. Yeah, those they are sweet. Good. Yeah, I like those. I don't want to wear them on the trail because they're beautiful right oh. now. I had those same ones, and after the first run, they're they ne- they game never, over. They will oh. never look that good again. I should have. What color is that? Gold. And what, and what uh, what model? Terra Venture. The Terra. Oh, those are the Terra Venture. Yeah. yeah, the new ones. Ah, oh, I yeah. thought the red ones, and I thought the red ones looked fine, but those look so wheat. They're they're cool shoe, huh? The other and one is that wear them dark on the trail gray something, and yeah. I was with my son. I'm like, what color should I get? And he's like. The yellow ones <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, those yeah. are sweet i like those but uh that sucks that they're gonna get super dirty because i was gonna take them out and then that's the end of the story there but i uh, have i think you I have to get a second pair yeah like 500 miles on my terra ventures and they are they're showing those miles are they <laughs> on that one at least but yeah the ones that i have i've only got well, I've got like 90 miles on them, but they've been a hard 90 miles. Yeah. 90 miles of mountaineering and hiking with a heavy pack and all that stuff. And it looks like they have more than So did you start to blister? I mean, did not, you? Not at all. No? But I did I did pre-body glide my feet um, yeah. before the big long hikes. And that, I think, helped out a lot. Yeah, I, got, I never blistered, but... But yeah, the body glide on my heels and on, my, and on the balls of my foot near my toes... I just did that before the hikes, and I never even got a warm spot. Oh. Mark, who uh, who was also with me on Gannett, actually on Gannett and Kings Peak, um, he had Zamberlin boots, like heavy-duty boots. He said he never even got a warm spot. I, I don't either on my Zamberlins. That's They're awesome. incredible They're boots. They're really incredible. No, like... It's crazy. You break like them in, and almost, they're just amazing. It, it, that's the key, because it did, t- did take me a winter to break them in, but once they're broke in, I never blistered in those. Yeah. Um, well, I grew out of them. My my foot got too fat, and so I would I still wear them, but to mow the lawn, yeah. because I can't be in them long. long but they are they're amazing boots. Yeah. 
but you gotta isn't that weird that you have to go like they're i mean the cheapest ones are like almost 400 bucks right so you got to spend that much money because uh, i think you'll blister in just about everything yeah um but, unless it's a trail runner yeah the ones that we have what are the prices on them um i think we have a 299 and a 399 yeah so. yeah they're Oh, I thought They're it was good, I though. thought it was three fifty, but yeah. Because the because uh, let's see, have the Vios Plus, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the the Vios with the rubber toe rand and a little bit a little bit of extra protection on those, and those are yeah. what three fifty. Something I don't know, but yeah. anyway, they're they're sweet boots, and if you yeah, if you want a boot. You just have to take the time to break them in, but once they break into your foot, they're amazing. You just never... Yeah, he just didn't even have... No problem. He hiked King's Peak, 26 miles in a day, had um, started to get a slight warm spot, just mostly like just uncomfortable feet from hiking that far, Mm -hmm. and it's 26 Uinta miles, so... The worst rock trails you've ever seen in your life. Just the most, the rockiest, yeah, any any footwear will be uncomfortable after 26 of those miles and then all through the wind rivers um up gannett peak and all that stuff he just never even got a warm spot and and that train wasn't wasn't was pretty crazy too so zamberlin and topo those are that's my those are my two favorite for trail runners topo for for backpacking boots zamberlin all right Well, well that's your that's your uh up that's your pre-season backcountry tips that are over and above the what you absolutely need beacon shovel probe yeah we got so far off on a tangent that i couldn't even remember what we what the podcast i know you told me (laughs) stay on target and i couldn't stay on target either so yeah yeah. it's okay cool well wrap it yeah it's uh yeah the weather i'll tell you what all it takes is one like 75 degree day instead of the 100 degree day and my mind was is in ski mode flannels jeans and skiing yeah. oh god yes <laughs> why is fall so great it's i don't know <laughs> i freaking love it yeah. oh yeah that's what my wife said she she asked me the other day um she said do i do i look nice am i am i I'm trying to think what she, what the question was. It was something. Along <laughs> do I the look lines like the of, devil? It was, <laughs> it was something along the lines of like, do I look feminine or something? We had just spent the day on Saturday at soccer games, and she's around all these other moms and stuff. And some of these moms are have, have their hair all done up real fancy and wearing nice clothes and stuff. And she's just she's a coach. She's the soccer coach and. She just has her hair pulled back in a ponytail and just wearing normal normal clothes. Yeah, you can't compare yourself with the soccer field. Right. That's so. Later that day, she's like, she was asking me. Essentially, I forget exactly the question, but essentially, like, do I look feminine? Do I am I do I look like a? Answer is always person? yes. And yeah. Of course she does. Yeah, absolutely. Of course she looks good. Um, but she tends to be. Uh, she's an avid trail runner. She likes to bike. She likes to do all. Well, she's been fit things. her whole life. Right. And um, and she doesn't wear a ton of makeup, which I love. She's just and pretty casual. But fake eye eyelashes. Of course, no. <laughs> no, she just doesn't. She she's pretty, just a kind of a natural outdoorsy woman and stuff. And and I like that about her. Um, but she doesn't get dressed up a lot. 
every once in a while, but not a lot. But because all of her cute clothes are winter clothes. And she just, when the, when the weather got colder, she said, I am so excited. I can actually start looking cute again because all of my cute clothes are like sweaters and, and winter type. Well, pant, I'm, I think and the sweaters and I'm on stuff. board, Kelsey. I think the same freaking thing. I look way cuter in the fall and winter. <laughs> than i do in the summer summer i show too much you don't need to see all this stuff like it's it's a little too much too much i look better but, too when i'm all covered up. <laughs> amen i mean uh the t-shirts we don't need that but it's hot that's that's what i gotta wear so <laughs> yep so anyway it is it is nice that we're getting to those cooler months and and if you're looking forward to the cooler months and you want some new, nice outdoor apparel, um, you can check out gear30.com. We're just starting to get all that stuff in. We get Patagonia in like two weeks. So there you yep. go. So, so uh, yeah, check that out. Gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. You can check out the new orange Topo Terra Ventures that are mm. sweet. Yeah, we don't you have any. You will not get lost in the crowd. No, I got these straight from Topo. Oh, did you? Just because... Do uh, we have that color? I don't think we do. We don't... Chase, of course, didn't bring in this color because it's awesome. <laughs> but, <laughs> All right. So, check out the Terra Venture. Uh, the colors that we do have are what? Red and gray? Yep. Red and gray. Those grays are and good those, looking. The grays look great. The reds look good, too. I got the reds because that was my size. Um, but I'm digging those bright orange topos yeah they they're, cool. they're cool i didn't bring them in because they are so bright they are yeah i it's i honestly think that would be one of those shoes that you put on the wall and everybody's like whoa look at those i'll take the gray ones <laughs> exactly that's, maybe uh, that's why you bring it in yeah, just bring in one size 10 <laughs> and then we're good yeah right. so anyway all right thanks for joining us for the uh, podcast we'll see you on the next episode see you out there Woo-woo.